0: Thank you. On in because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a survivor rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch journey, where you have caught us in the middle of our Survivor David versus Goliath rewatch. We are on the third episode of the 37th season of Survivor, a fan favorite, uh, one of the best ever, for sure. This one is titled. Um I am Goliath Strong and we are all here feeling strong as Goliath hopefully we are not felled by pebbles and we will bring this podcast to you so whether you are watching this for the first time undergoing your own rewatch or just thinking back on some of your favorite seasons we're glad you have joined us but of course I'm not alone in our rewatching I'm joined by three of my friends watching this season for The very first time. Um, So it's time you met the rest of the outwatch squad. Um, So Scott, welcome to outwatch. Hello. Thank you for having me. Scott, we learned a little bit about Angelina this episode, namely that she has a superpower. And that superpower is persuasion. One of the least, um, you know, reported and caught on to Marvel heroes is the one who is super persuasion man. But, um, you know, if you're looking, if you're looking for a superpower of Angelina's, that's it. It's persuasion. So God is thinking here, Scott, if you yourself had a Goliath superpower, what would it be? That
1: is a tough question. Um, I joked about this before we started. I'm going to go with it, though. Social awkwardness. (laughs) (laughs) I can really struggle with a conversation.
0: (laughs) I mean, couldn't you see a scene, though, where like Christian Hubicki's like Angelina's superpower is persuasion. My superpower is social awkwardness. I could see yeah. that. Yep. It could be in the show. I'm surprised it didn't happen, to be totally honest. Yeah. <laughs> only they were on the same tribe at the time. Uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: If you were to self-identify a Goliath superpower, what would that be?
2: Um, This is a hard question, but I will say gathering information i feel like i'm a good listener so sometimes i just listen long enough that people tell me secrets
0: (laughs) Ooh, i like this this
2: maybe i find out who had the idol
0: yeah this could be you know you could you could parlay this into like a a good survivor audition tape oh jeff my my goliath superpower is information gathering
2: yeah i am a spy and information we'll is power
0: <laughs> uh, Adam welcome to Outwatch so good to be here what is your Goliath superpower uh, I think it's just unbound charisma <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think that reaction was proof.
0: <laughs> Absolutely unbound, <laughs>
4: just unbounded. So no bound into this charisma when Christian was like trying to turn turn on the charm apocalypse. Yeah, I was like,
0: I get you, Christian. Mm-hmm. Which is next episode.
3: Oh, but, okay. You know,
0: you if he were to say that, you'd 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 be right there with him. Yeah, if Christian were to ever say something like that. <laughs> i'm trying to think what mine would be it would probably be like knowing things that are that don't matter um useless information (laughs) probably is my goliath superpower um meaningless skill (laughs) things of that nature
4: it's, it's, it's a non-threatening usefulness. Is yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Aggressive averageness. <laughs> well, now that we all have revealed our superpowers, uh, what do you say we get down to the nuts and bolts of this episode and take a trip down to tree Mail to recap what happens in this episode? What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Down to tree we go for this episode. I am Goliath Strong. We start out with Christian uh, surprisingly, perhaps, telling Davy that Gabby was actually the instigator of last night's blindside, kind of throwing her under the bus. And maybe equally surprising, Carl takes losing Jessica pretty hard. He's pretty broken up about it. John, on the other hand, is on the Goliath camp, focused on social connections and growing in his human skills um, as somebody who plays a character as he's here to play for himself. Also on the Goliath tribe, Jeremy and Mike connect further. Uh, and Nick on the David side of things decides that he would like to cut Gabby to ensure that Christian is his lock-solid number one alliance. Back again on the Goliath's tribe, Jeremy confronts the tribe about all of these side conversations that are going on, and he's going he's to hold a tribal meeting, something that we know always goes super well on Survivor. Jeremy tells others about the idol that Dan has, um, and things start to go haywire. At the challenge for immunity and reward, it's absolutely pouring. We've got a rope rope braid and four-piece fu- puzzle um, challenge for some comfort items and immunity, of course. Christian and Gabby nail the puzzle, um, really slam it, ensuring the Davids' victory. And the Davids have won their first challenge of the season. Uh, it turns out that Natalie insisted on doing the puzzle for the Goliath camp, and they struggled there. On that puzzle, but you know, not without casualty for the Davids, as B hurts her knee in the challenge, says that she sprained her MCL back at the Goliath camp. Angelina starts making moves to vote on Jeremy rather than Natalie starts rallying the troops with her superpower of persuasion, and then at tribal council. Jeremy proceeds to throw Natalie under a series of 18 wheelers, as Jeff describes it. But it is to no avail, as Jeremy ultimately is voted out unanimously here by nine votes to one, making him the third person eliminated from the game and the first person since our draft to uh, have their game end. Scott, you drafted Jeremy. Um, he was a part of the Sandy Cheeks tribe. What went wrong um, for Jeremy tonight?
1: <laughs> what
0: I think
1: a better question would be like, what went right for Jeremy during this episode? Not a lot. Um, I don't know. I was just my whole thought this whole watching that episode is like, how stupid could you be? Like the fuck! all like when your competition is Natalie. No offense to Natalie. I feel like you shouldn't be sent, like you shouldn't put yourself in a position to be sent home. But yeah, like the, like anytime you try to call like a tribe meeting, I feel like that's never a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then to like strategize after the tribe meeting, it's never a good mm-hmm. thing. Really just a bunch of target, like painting a target as big as you can on yourself. Yeah. And then the more public your arguments get in this game i feel like that's bad
0: too it's a good point just a lot of bad stuff yeah really you know just uh
4: idiotic
0: gameplay <laughs> <laughs> from jeremy too. yeah
1: yeah um, i was really surprised too because mm-hmm. i didn't really
0: i don't know watching the first two episodes i didn't get that it would go like that quickly <laughs> with yeah. them yeah, really it went off the rails here. I wonder if some of what you see here is a side effect of like the Dave or the Goliath's winning a lot early on and getting like stir crazy. Like I d- I want to start playing survivor. It's been 9 days. Like let me do something and he indeed did did too much most likely. Uh probably the biggest loss from losing Jeremy is not being able to hear Mike White say Jeremy anymore. Um Jeremy.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> like
0: Jeremy. <laughs> um, tough stuff.
4: Mike White seems like such a good guy.
3: <laughs>
4: like, I, <laughs> <laughs> he just I really enjoy watching him on uh-huh. Survivor. <laughs> He's having fun. <laughs> He's just yeah. That's the thing. He's just he just seems like a good guy. He's having yep. a good time in you know people. <laughs> yep, I, I really
0: enjoy it. Just there, just there to have fun. <laughs> well let let's do the usual here, gang. What what is the number one thing that you want to talk about from this episode? Biggest, most um, re- reactable thing here from the third episode of David vs Goliath. Adam, you got anything on your mind?
4: I mean. I I think we're gonna talk about this regardless, but it's the the Jeremy Natalie. It, it's Jeremy getting hit by the Natalie napalm. Like that is the big thing in yep. this episode. Like, I mean, I mean, Scott said it. Like when you call a tribe meeting to tell everybody what to do, strategy wise, what or that they shouldn't be doing something, strategy wise. And then turn around and try to strategize with people. You're never going to be in a good position. It's just yep. bad. Um, and then everything that they like filmed between Jeremy and Natalie was just bonkers. <laughs> like it's happening. And you're just like, I tuned into Survivor uh-huh. and I don't know what I got, but this was not <laughs> what I expected
3: Survivor
4: to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scott said it well here too. Very public, um, arguments, really not what you want if you're trying to win Survivor. Um, Watching
4: is her name, is her name Kara, the cheerleader? Yeah. Okay. So, watching Kara stand there while Natalie and Jeremy fight Uh about what Natalie wanted to talk to Kara about. Yeah. Watching Kara just like stand there and be like, not really a part of this, but like <laughs> they're yeah. arguing about me, sort of. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, they there with big eyes. It's yeah. you
4: know that like there's there's that meme of like the woman who's like looks like she's thinking really hard, and there's like math flying around or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like,
4: that's just Kara. Like, what is happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, it's the <laughs> it's the SpongeBob like. All right, I'm a head out. <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, this was my favorite part of um, the whole back and forth between Jeremy. Near me, near me. Jeremy, <laughs> that's the Jeremy near and Natalie, Natalie power couple between Jeremy, Jeremy. and Natalie.
3: <laughs>
0: the conversation is over. I'm not gonna continue going back and forth with you. <laughs> I just, I, I can't imagine having the level of confidence and self-agency to say to somebody this conversation is over Can you, <laughs> could you imagine having that much balls i i can't not face to face with someone no <laughs> no yeah
4: was, natalie is clearly a much stronger person than i will ever be absolutely like, <laughs> I mean, as much as we can criticize her game on here like i yeah uh, <laughs> Mad respect, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Natalie Napalm, Emily. What about you? What was the uh, the biggest part of this episode for you?
2: I mean, it was that it was <laughs> that whole thing, and it, I mean, that was like it felt like that was so much of the episode. Mm-hmm. I was just watching this interaction, and you weren't really sure because, of course, like as they're showing it, you're like, "Are they going to go to Tribal?" Mm. And like, "What's is Jeremy going to?" get himself in trouble here, especially after, that was the funniest thing to me where he had this meeting with the tribe and then they immediately show him like sitting in their shelter and he's like, well, you know, let me tell you this and this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, what Mm -hmm. are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta be careful and thus chaos ensued, so.
5: Yeah. We we also got a lot of character creation
4: in this episode of Jeremy, like the whole scene of jeremy and mike uh Mm -hmm. fishing and we learned a lot about jeremy's backstory which really like while it was happening it was kind of like oh cool we're learning more about the goliath tribe and then they lose the challenge and you're like oh this is why we learned about (laughs) jeremy (laughs) yeah
0: give him his flowers before they you send him away
4: yeah it was just i don't know it was like a very and i don't know like it, it was a very like humanizing moment for him that we have yet to get for Natalie, really, um, in terms of like the, you know, the character of these things, a good point. Um, which I, I, I don't know. It almost like it, it kind of sets up. Natalie has been edited as this villain in the series thus far. And then like, we we see everything that Jeremy has done, but we also got this, like, really intense backstory for him and everything that yeah. he has overcome to become a lawyer. So, like, it's a very, like, weird dynamic where you're like, either one of you are really right here, like, but I, yeah, <laughs> like, neither one of you are playing this well. But <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, the most, like, human thing we've yeah. heard about Natalie so far is that she plays softball. It's true. That
2: is true.
0: Yeah. It's very true. I would be also, interested to hear. She also can about, take so. criticism. Yeah, <laughs> she lo- she's great at taking criticism. She loves she loves criticism. Oh, <laughs> Sorry,
1: Scott. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, no, I was gonna say I would be interested to like hear like learn her a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because yeah,
1: like to get. I mean, she sounds like a very successful person. Um, For sure. Just, yeah. I'm assuming to get to that point. It's you know, she probably definitely did a grind, so I would be she's, interested to, she's like a CEO of like a
4: publishing house yeah. or something like that. Like that's that's yeah. not like a
0: small thing. Yeah, you don't <laughs> just do that, yeah. Good business. <laughs> Scott, what was your biggest uh reaction point from this episode?
1: Um it was probably like the Jeremy Nally thing. Um I was gonna like so I'll say something like the character development for um, John the Wrestler. Is it John the Wrestler? Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the mayor of Slamtown? Mayor That's of right.
1: Slamtown. I feel like we got some good, um, some good footage with him too. Yeah. Um, Just like his, like, like we kind of, you mentioned like with him saying like how he wants to look, like get better at human skills and like mm-hmm. kind of build on, like take his skills a different route than like the pro wrestler. Yeah. Kind of deal like,
0: be able to connect more and things like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Really such like a, a unique story for John to this point. Like, especially in this archetype is the big buff dude. He's like talking about, yeah. Wanting to develop his people skills and like defriend, befriend the people who um, are on the outs, you know, where normally you're just yeah. hearing them talk about like he far cry from Joel from Micronesia, you know?
4: <laughs> well, he, John gives off. I I mean, I don't know how alienating this will be for our listener base, but I think everyone here has watched at least the first season of The Circle on Mm -hmm. Netflix. Yeah. So he gives off like bro Joey vibes Mm -hmm. like nobody's business. Like just somebody who like initially you're like, I don't know about this guy. And then like an episode or two in, you're like, yeah, no, he's my favorite. Like Mm I love Joey. Mm -hmm. Just a big softie and like,
3: yeah, <laughs> she be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, buddy. <laughs> Man, every dude, every other season of of the circle was not as good as that first one, even though the the strategy picks up. I think not as good I think casting. That's
4: kind, of the, that's kind of the issue with the game is it's like the strategy is really weird. Yeah. And it's you don't get as many like charactery moments because people are like trying to play a game. Yep. Yep. The the first the first season of the French uh the French one is incredible. It's mm-hmm. very it's very reminiscent of season one, but like there is good strategy play in it yeah. too. Like better strategy play than the
0: American one. But yeah, yes. Yeah. In season <laughs> in season two, I did love the dude who played as Emily, I forget his name, but he's like Yes. Um, oh yeah, he was definitely like a survivor fan, like a su- <laughs> survivor strategy fan. you can like tell from the way he plays that game.:
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.: <laughs> All right, well, let's work our way down the list here of some of the other stuff um from this episode. First, um have to call out in this early scene in the episode where Carl is crying, what beautiful eyelashes mm. that Carl has.
2: I thought the same thing. I didn't say that to you, but I was like, Carl has beautiful eyes. Yeah. And uh, you can't tell until you get that night camera on him.
0: Exactly. (gasps) He's got like the most, most voluptuous, well manicured eyelashes. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. Some lovely eyelashes. Which is like, it was an interesting, really artistic thing to notice in his moment of despair.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It that was a real humanizing moment for Carl, though too. Like up until that point, we just gotten like the clips of him saying like, "I can't, I can't be friends with a man who don't work," and like like those kinds of things. You got this really like, good old boy kind of vibey, like you know, Mm -hmm. man's man, blue collar, like whatever. And then we got that, which was just like really like, no, like this. This man has depth and love mm-hmm. in his heart and mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's great.
0: Emily as um the person who has Carl on their tribe. What do you uh after this new Carl content? Are you happy that he landed in your lap as somebody whose name starts with the letter C <laughs> on your third
3: pick? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh
2: no, yeah. Yeah. I like him. I think I don't know i I still don't think we get enough from him to like really know what he's thinking about the game, yeah, really, but yeah, he's an empathetic person who hopefully will make some good friends on the tribe, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know, I don't feel like I have a ton to work with yet, but I'm not the more I learn, I'm not less confident, yeah, I guess
4: yeah were you were you like rooting for him before? Like I know you probably weren't rooting against him. Yeah, but like, I just
2: didn't know anything about him before. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't seem like. I'm trying to think of even what we saw from him. I think we saw from him like some grumbling about people being bossy,
3: <laughs> and that's
2: it. But that was everybody. So I just yeah I wasn't I guess from that I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make his move and like make lines well. We found
1: out he was a trucker.
3: It's true, yeah, yeah,
2: I guess, yeah i I guess I just kind of had this impression that he was really reserved, which can be
5: difficult in the game of survivor mm-hmm. but hopefully he'll find some friends he has some friends, yeah, I think he likes to drive, <laughs> I don't
2: know, <laughs> not feeling unconfident,
0: sure,
5: plenty of time. A lot
2: of work yet. plenty of time. Yeah, uh,
0: I want to talk about some of this David strategy stuff here that starts at the beginning, mostly in the fallout of the last Tribal Council where um, Nick is kind of like planning to stay in the middle here. Let he and um, Christian kind of be the swing votes and in the process kind of target Gabby or throw her under the bus a little bit. Um, to their. um their betterment. Scott, what do you think about this idea um, of Nick's kind of plan um, here to make Gabby the target, therefore cutting off Christian's other um, point of alliance? From Nick's perspective,
1: I
5: think that's a, probably not a bad idea. Um, You've got all you three of Rick. them, right? You do. Do I have Dick, yeah. Nick? Yeah. I have Nick? Yeah.
1: Well, in that case, they need to all get along. <laughs> <laughs> they need to work it out. No. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're if they're like team Mason Dixon to the end, um, and you know that Gabby's pretty tight with Christian, yeah, I could see where he would want to do that um, at some point. Um, I do qu- question like, like throwing her into the bus that heavily, because I feel like that's something I could easily kind of, up in his face if right like if the wrong people started talking to one another. Mm-hmm. But um but in theory I think it's a good idea and his for him to kind of pick her off.
0: But hopefully it doesn't happen because I at this point I need all the help I can get. Sure.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we haven't seen a lot yet but Gabby doesn't seem like the person to take it um in stride if she were to hear about this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, wanna call out this uh scene, uh, some some more good Christian and Gabby content where they're discussing the logistics of Slamtown, like who lives in Slamtown. <laughs> um <laughs> the Christian ascertains. <laughs> it's so good.
3: I wanna change my comment. <laughs> C-
0: Christian ascertains that in order to be invited to Slamtown, you must have been slammed. <laughs> 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 um the residents of Slamtown or Slamtonians it's just good stuff. Oh <laughs> uh, even even further spotlight on Slamtown next episode so um stay tuned. What are, what are
4: what are the odds that Christian ran like a D&D campaign when he got back that took <laughs> place in Slamtown?
0: I'd say pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's talk a little bit. We've talked a little bit already, but let's talk a little bit more about John Hennigan, um, and his strategy and mindset. Yeah. Beyond just the, the interest that we have in him as a character, what do we think about, um, his strategic chances kind of approaching things, you know, from this social angle rather than a purely physical one?
5: This is
2: the wrestler, right? That's yes,
5: correct. What's yes. What's his name? John. George Bushy or Tushy?
2: <laughs> John. I just call him the wrestler because for some reason I can't remember his name, but it's probably because I know 15 of his names. So therefore I know none of his
0: yeah. names. <laughs> we can just call him the mayor um, of Slamtown.
2: The mayor of Slamtown. I think it's smart for him to be playing the way that he's playing because obviously he's a physical threat. Like we all know that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so for him to work on, I think he's just being very thoughtful about his. Gameplay, um, and he's I think he's just trying to be open and just kind of like there for the adventure, and I think that is the right approach for him mm-hmm. because he could be closed off or he could be you know socially intimidating as well, and I don't think that would bode well for him, yeah Ult- like ultimately
4: i I think that trying to go for more covert relationships with people is good for him as well because if his name starts getting thrown around, it's harder to know who you shouldn't talk to. Um, I, I think there are people who like it makes a lot of sense that like after, you know, a tribal council or two, you know exactly who's in this alliance and who's not. I I think for someone who is such a dominating who has the potential to be such a dominating physical threat as John, having people kind of far and wide that want to work with you is a really good place to be. And then you kind of develop, uh, you develop loyalty from that as well. So the people that, you know, if something were to happen and people come to him, they're like, Hey, like they're trying to do this. I don't want that to happen. They know I can work with this person. So I don't know. It is a very like trust is such a high. It's such a commodity in this game. And he is playing it in a way that has the potential to actually like.
5: Measure how much trust he should have in someone. Mm -hmm. How would it work out? You know, who really knows? But I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. at the very least
0: yeah do we do we foresee him lacking the killer instinct in the same way some other players might, but you wouldn't expect from someone like him, right? Um, sometimes, of course, we've seen people go too uh, social and not carry with a strategic um,
5: weight behind it?
2: I guess that's fair. <laughs> <clears throat>
5: No, I mean, I don't know. I
4: think that, like, when you have a lot of people who are trying to make big moves early on, uh, like, it's really easy to get in that mindset of, like, I need, I need to have things on my resume for when I sit in front of the jury. I need to have, like, this, that, and the other, and this person, the big threat I need to get rid of, I need to make a big move. Yeah, I think it's really easy to do that. But the thing that gets you to the final is making the big move at the right time. Mm-hmm. And when there are so many big people in the game already, they're trying to like muscle in and play these high strategy games. Yeah, I think hanging back and letting them kind of cannibalize each other is mm-hmm. makes the most sense. He will ultimately need to make the big move to take, you know, power in the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I I'm curious to see how that goes. Because, yeah,
5: that, that is ultimately the big question mark in his game is. Mm-hmm. Is he capable of that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's like it's just such an interesting case at this point, you know, like just an archetype that behaves differently than what we're expected to see out of him. Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: Um, Let's talk about this challenge. This was an entertaining challenge. Um the, there's a a lot going on here. Um, interested if, if any of you have any thoughts off the bat, this was, of course, um, it's, it's absolutely pouring first of all. Um, and there's the rope braid untangling, and then this really unique, um, puzzle that's only four pieces that they have to assemble into this pyramid. Um, but it only goes together, obviously in one way for it to work. Um. It was a really tight challenge, pretty thrilling. David's end up pulling it out. Um, I had a fun time with this, and I have some, some notes of moments that I wrote down, but interested if any of you um, reacted to this one at all.
2: Was this, this was the one where it was just pouring down rain. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like awful. <laughs> i couldn't even see yeah i was like yeah. how are they gonna do this challenge i was actually really worried that we did see an injury but i was worried that people were gonna get really hurt just mm. with it being so hard to see and everything well, slippery the, and
4: the best part of the challenge was when jeff oh, is yeah. like you want to know what you're playing for and then he rips off this tarp and he's like wet furniture and blankets <laughs> that are also
3: soaking wet now yeah, everything is so <laughs>
0: Yeah, um a small moment from this challenge uh in that time that I clocked was when he says, "Want to know what you're playing for?" I don't know if you heard, but Gabby goes, "Umbrellas?"
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: that was great. That was
2: funny. <laughs> that was...
3: Gabby
0: Gabby with the like little subtle like background things that are just very funny. It made it reminds me of episode one when pat was like i'd give my left nut for this (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um this is an outlast challenge when i did my um uh amateur survivor production we did the rope braid challenge um so that was fun to see also thought it was funny that david's Put um, Elizabeth and Carl on the rope throw. They said, "Hey, let's get the cow folks out here to,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to throw <Okay>. the ropes." <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this was a fun one, fun challenge. I thought the puzzle looked like it should have been easier than
1: it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
5: Uh huh. Really interesting there's puzzle, only-
1: right? Yeah, it was only like four pieces, mm-hmm. but I guess that. I mean. I don't know. He's easy for me to say, <laughs> but um, yeah, it is not unfair watching it because it, we had like Christian and Gabby versus um, Natalie and I forget the uh,
5: other I think Deli, Angelina remember. did it.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I feel like anytime Christian's doing a puzzle I'm like, the other team's <laughs> going to lose.
0: <laughs> Have you all seen
5: yeah, a puzzle I like was... this
0: before?
2: Yeah. I feel like I have and I don't know where, but it's it's the visualization that kills you on mm-hmm. it. Because yeah. if you can't see what like envision what you're doing. Those pieces can go any which way. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, there's also a component to this that's like how big is this pyramid? Because if it's like a short pyramid, then they're gonna you're gonna want to put the pieces one way. If it's a tall pyramid, then you're gonna want to put the pieces a different way. So like there there are a lot of like things that you just, you have no idea what you're trying to make Mm -hmm. beyond a pyramid, which is a really nebulous concept. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know this, this seemed like really, it was one of those puzzles, like you kind of hear it, you see how many pieces and you're like, well, this shouldn't be too hard. And it probably isn't as hard. Like if, if the four of us were doing this puzzle, in our living rooms mm-hmm. it probably doesn't take us as long as it took them to do it with the pressure of the moment yeah and then like the situation where they're doing it like life-size and everything it's a significantly harder puzzle than you kind of expect it to
2: be
0: yeah and it's pouring rain and jeff is yeah, screaming yeah. at you and
2: yeah.
1: yeah that would be interesting though if they made a different kind of pyramid
5: would it count? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> interesting. That's
3: Not the right pyramid. I swear I,
5: I Not swear the right the, uh, the, the
4: the dream team run through while Jeff is explaining it. I swear it looks like the puzzle went together differently. Oh, interesting. And like, and I I didn't rewind it because I was like, it doesn't matter, whatever. So I'm like <laughs> really curious if there are like multiple ways that this puzzle could go together. Yeah. Or if each of them had a different like whatever, like the puzzle was slightly different for each of them or something. I don't know. It was a very like, I'm, I'm curious.
0: Interestingly enough, this is one of those puzzles that once you know mm-hmm. it, it can be like memorized, right? And they've, they've reused it. Recently, they reused it in 41, actually. And one of the players, uh, they memorized, they've like seen it before. They memorized how it goes together and they just crushed it. Like Christian with a slide puzzle.
5: Oh my god! So I think
0: that'll probably be the last time that we use that puzzle on Survivor because it's been broken.
4: <laughs> there are there are videos of people who like beat The Price is Right because they just memorize how much everything costs because mm-hmm. they like kept the same cost for everything, just you know, whatever. And like, I find it so fascinating that we still have. Game shows where like something like that is still possible. Yeah, <laughs> or you can just remember like, oh yeah, this is how it works. Yeah,
5: yeah, this is how it works. Like, goes together one way.
0: <sighs> I wanted to um, make note of one particular moment with Natalie and Jeremy um, after the Davids win the challenge. Um, after this, they come back to camp. And um, Natalie makes a pitch to Jeremy which to me was very reminiscent of Adam Klein's pitch when he said this I screwed you I lied to you and I screwed you <laughs> Natalie says I'm asking for your support even though I know I haven't had your support once since we've got here <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah
0: that killed me <laughs>
2: she's incredible Like
0: she really is <laughs>
2: She does not give a shit. No. Because <laughs> I still remember when he came up to her and he's like, listen, I'm really just trying to help you. And she was like, I don't care about your opinions. Yeah. And now she's like, you've never tried to help me in your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
2: but to her, that probably wasn't helping. So.
0: Yeah. I I just want to know, like, where did they find Natalie? You know, like where do you find where do you find her? I'm,
4: can we can we see her audition tape? Like, oh I, I I'm fascinated by yeah. this. I'm endlessly fascinated by
0: the person yeah. who auditioned for Survivor. I'll see if I can find it.
1: Yeah, like why? I, what? Are, what I really wonder what made her want to go on Survivor.
0: <laughs> well, according to uh, you know to Jeremy,
5: she's never seen it. Apparently, you've never seen never. Survivor. <laughs> That's true.
0: Is Natalie Cole like a singer? Yeah. Yeah, Nat Cole. Oh, wow. It's that Natalie Cole. His daughter's
5: name is... Yeah. There's Nat King Cole.
2: I know that. And there's
4: Natalie Cole. Yeah, but that's not who's yeah. on Survivor. It's it's no, that's no, her no, name. Her no, name no, is, no, name no, is Natalie Cole. Cole. <laughs> don't say that. Can you imagine if Natalie Cole the singer went on Survivor and said, Yeah, I'm the CEO of a publishing company.
0: And <laughs> like, it's really- <laughs> everybody <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't find anything other than Natalie Cole the singer when I'm trying to find this, but Yeah.
2: That's-
0: um, I want to talk one more strategy point here. Um, Angelina kind of gets the ball rolling on flipping things onto Jeremy from from Natalie. And her main strategic reasoning is that they can get rid of Natalie at any point. But Jeremy's got more long-term potential. He's sneakier. Um, he's maybe less. He's more of a strategic threat than Natalie, right? Do y'all think there's wisdom in Angelina's thought here to use the first vote that their tribe has to take out someone like Jeremy rather than maybe a more universally agreeable target um, like Natalie?
5: I personally like the strategy, um, because
1: it just depends like how much can you tolerate. Of Natalie's behavior <laughs> sure um and if you can tolerate it and just kind of know what it is then put it aside for like however long you could kind of run her for a while and just take pick off targets mm-hmm. um so in this case i i get it because jeremy is clearly strategizing clearly trying to work with everybody um so if you can take him out early i say go for it yeah i liked the i liked the idea
4: Honestly. Natalie is a GOAT that you can drag to the final and no one will cast a vote for her.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I think that's reason enough to consider keeping her until the next tribal. Yeah. But like you just see, can I deal with this, you know, three more days? That's the question. And then you decide yeah. in three days, can I deal with this another three days? Mm-hmm. And
3: then you just
4: keep making that decision over and over again because it is worth it to take her to the finals. Yeah. But can yeah. you handle it? <laughs> Is, and, and at some point it may turn out to be that like it's not worth it right <laughs> you get rid of it right so i i think that this is exactly right i think this is exactly the right strategy to employ i i think that because natalia is the one that's really going after natalie in this right yeah, yeah. uh-huh she's the one who like does the speech at the at the challenge about how the person that she was standing next to saw the answer to the puzzle, which like, first of all, I doubt that you did, but like, whatever. I think you think you saw the answer, but I don't think you actually saw it. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I I think that like, I don't know. I think there's a real conversation we had there with it. I think that the way that Angelina and Natalia go about this doesn't set them up in a good way. Cause I think everybody's just like, really like, they're interested in it not being them and just kind of like going with the flow right now. And then these two people are starting kind of like butt heads and kind of act in a similar way that Natalie is acting and you're not putting yourself in a good light here. So I don't know. There's a really like
5: I like the strategy. I'm not the biggest fan of the execution. I think at the end of the day. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was sad to see Jeremy Mm go
5: because
2: I liked him, but with Natalie, you know what you're getting. Yeah, and then Jeremy, I think was just being a little unpredictable, mm-hmm. and that's this. I get why that's a concern.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Like Jeremy is that Jeremy? Um, it's like that <laughs> <laughs> that type of survivor volatile that could blow your game up, like because yeah. he is not afraid to stir things up, to spout information, you know. Um, Natalie's not gonna blow your game up. She's just gonna make you lose your mind maybe <laughs> in camp um so yeah, from a strategic perspective um, I think it it does make sense
4: i I described Jeremy as adam klein esque Mm-hmm. in. Doing the most and accomplishing
0: very little. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Adam Klein without the likability, maybe.
3: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yep. Um at Tribal Council it continues to rain just wildly hard. Um fire the, almost goes out. Fire almost goes out. Yeah, then. Um, And then the entire tribe has to go. Yeah, it's right there in the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's gone. (laughs)
2: Even Jeff. Even Jeff has. (laughs) It's
0: like take a look at for the first time in Survivor history, we're eliminating an entire tribe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Natalie does turn in one of the great voting booth confessionals. Um, that stinging sensation you feel in your eyes, that's Natalie Napalm, get off my island. <laughs> Amazing. I hope to, actually I don't hope this, but, it, like imagine ha- being called like, you know, um, M- Molotov Matt or something. <laughs> like, get, getting. Um, chemical weapons named uh, added to your name. Um, okay, anything else from this episode before we advance to our fantasy scoring update and name our goats and the receivers of our participation trophies? I
5: don't think so. I think we covered the
0: episode. Bazinga. As another CBS star would say, uh, "Let's do we like do we like to start with the goats, or do we like to start with the fantasy updates?" I can never remember.
5: Uh, I think we usually do the goats and participation drift.
0: Okay, that feels right.
5: Yep. Okay, um,
0: uh, Scott, as the reigning champion, why don't you be the first one to award? Some goats and some participation trophies today. Okay, my participation. I'm gonna start with
1: a participation trophy. Sure. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay, my my participation trophy goes to B's MCL. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was very good.
1: Excellent, um, excellent. <laughs> because she sprained that sucker and that really sucks (laughs) um
0: my did it even really participate though is the thing like it kind of gave out (laughs) I think it did she
3: sprained
1: it we don't know the extent of that sprain though it could be rip that sucker right off we don't
4: know rip that sucker off
0: (laughs) Oh, is that,
4: is that the medical term for that it?
0: Is, that is as medical as I get, um, <laughs> sir. I'm I'm afraid we're gonna have to just rip that sucker right off. I regret <laughs> to inform you. You see this here? Throw the MRI
1: up. This right here. Yeah, you ripped that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even keep this straight.
0: Like a uh, like uh, Velcro. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we can fix it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's your goat this episode, Scott? Oh my gosh. I don't even know.
5: Um I'm gonna give it to Natalie for staving off certain
1: eliminations. Sure. Sure.
3: It's- Did she though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> for one episode. She's still here. Okay. She's still here. <laughs> she was She's slightly worse.
4: I'm not saying she's not still here. I'm asking, <laughs> did she have
5: anything to do with still being here? <laughs> she was just
1: slightly better than Jeremy this
3: episode.
0: <laughs> uh, Emily, what about you? Who's gonna receive your goats and your participation trophies?
5: Well, honestly, this one's hard. I don't feel like there's anything super clear cut. Uh, I'm gonna say.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say Jeremy gets the participation. Sure. And Natalie gets the goat.
0: Wow. I don't.
2: I don't like what I just did. I don't like that we focus so much on their argument. <laughs> I think that. I would like to see everyone just get along, just like what's his face. Like sure. Mike's
3: t-shirt. Like Mike's t shirt, yeah.
2: Mike's t shirt also gets a goat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we but, need a-
2: I don't know. It was like it was such the focus of the episode. I don't have any other clear cut answers here. So Sure. That's what happened. One of them stayed in the game and one of them did not.
0: Adding Mike's t-shirt and V's MCL to our brand steel list for next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, what about you? Uh
4: I wanna I wanna cut my goat trophy right down the middle. I want to give it to uh Christian and Gabby, who uh, pulled out the first win for the uh Davids. That's fair. Wow,
0: you pulled a King Solomon with that.
3: <laughs> with I sure purchase,
0: did. <laughs> So many biblical references on my team.
4: <laughs> I find it hard to like give it to one person, but like they to 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 give it to like an individual part of that challenge, like that's not the end. Like B obviously did work and uh I think it was Elizabeth who ultimately roped the mm-hmm. sled. But
2: she should get some prizes too.
4: Um but yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on Christian and Gabby's uh a uh, uh, performance in this challenge, love it. A uh, participation. I want to give it to uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna side everybody else. I think Jeremy uh, tried.
5: He did. He tried. Yeah. He, he just we, tried we participated for sure.
4: It wasn't exactly what any of us sitting at home on our couch watching this six, seven years later say he should do,
3: but. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did he participate well? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But he was there? I would argue (laughs) no.
4: I think the results speak for themselves.
3: (laughs) Um,
0: I would like to also give a half a point each to Christian and Gabby because I hate seeing these decimal points on our spreadsheet. Um, Yeah. To round that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Scott, the B participation trophy is too good for me to not pile in on.
1: She did a good job in the challenge, though. For real, like I, she did. Obviously, I hope. I hope. She, I really hope. when she wasn't seriously like injured, and I hope it was just like a mild sprain or of something. Of of course. Um, but she really did a good job in the challenge, and she did. She was definitely an integral part to their win, obviously. For sure,
0: but for sure, she's I'm, the anchor. Obviously,
1: just kidding. I don't want to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Scott, no one's coming for you. I, yeah. I, Scott, I, this happened. This happened seven years ago. I, <laughs> also,
2: I think he would probably be with you on this because she was probably really pissed at her MCL that that yeah, happened.
4: Yeah, right.
2: Like, yeah, for deserves this. And she
4: also, she also was like so chill about it. Like she's just like squatting on the ground near it, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Her money." Like that's mm-hmm. all she said about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the heck?
0: Yeah, girl. A yeah. girl gets like kicked in the face for a living, so she's probably got
4: a high pain tolerance.
0: <laughs> B, Natalie, and B.
4: There, are, there are at least two, <laughs> two people on this island that will always be more confident and stronger than I. Am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I think that just about wraps it up for this episode. Um, next time on Outwatch... We didn't, we didn't go through
4: fantasy points. <laughs> oh, you're so
0: right. Thank you, Adam. Wow, we have just been out of the game too long. Uh, fantasy update. Thank you. Um, in third place after this episode, uh, after losing a member, is Scott Sandy's, Sandy Cheeks Tribe with 65 points. Remember, these these names are fluid. You can change them if... Um, inspiration. You said mm-hmm. I need to change it. Are you said I need to change my name? No, somebody mentioned mm-hmm. wanting to change their their name earlier, but I forget who and to what. Um, None so, of us remember either. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Okay. Sure don't. Sixty five points to Scott's Sandy Cheeks tribe. Zero points from Jeremy. Isn't helping things here. In second place is Emily's Abacad tribe. Um, after some strong performances from the likes of me and Carl. Um, By the way, this episode was uh, was named by Natalie. So big points for Natalie from that. Um, And lastly, leading the charge with 80 points is Adams King Saul's revenge tribe um, after carrying the most Davids and Natalie. So, you know, little did you know your last pick carrying the freight for you this episode. For real <laughs> okay next time on outwatch we will continue with our run through survivor david versus goliath with the fourth episode titled time to bring the charm apocalypse make sure you are following or subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts and check out listener support in the description so you don't miss uh, anything but the listener supports if you want to give us money you don't have to subscribe or give us money to subscribe. This has been the worst outro ever. Thank you. And we will see you next time.